Hi guys, welcome to yet another exciting episode of Just Living Life with BK and Nobu, titled Money. Merging two lives is very difficult. It's even worse when it involves or because it involves merging monies. You see, at the initial stages of a relationship, money is not really an issue because people are not yet that much invested in the relationship and it seems like a thing that will only happen later in the future. But eventually, as the relationship grows mature and more serious, money becomes a very sensitive topic for any relationship. And sometimes, money is such an intricate topic, it has led to the disintegration of many relationships where one mishandles money and the other is disgruntled or where there's lack of money in the home or where one brings in money and the other that doesn't bring in money. So it's a sensitive topic both in new and in old relationships. And why? What are the issues that surround money? What is it that makes money such a sensitive issue? It's difficult when the relationship has just begun because trust has not really been established as yet. You just met this person, you like their personality and you think you could have a good future with them but you're not too sure how they use money. You're not too sure if they can be trusted with money or if they're responsible with money. You don't know each other's spending habits so there's a fear of that the other might waste my money and in reverse. And sometimes where both parties are independent and financially stable, there can also be an issue when the other always insists on paying for stuff because it makes the other feel useless, to, so to say. And then there are also issues where if a guy is generally used or was raised in such a way that they believe that the guy is supposed to be the provider, and then you meet a lady who's okay with, you know, taking one for the team once in a while, it can also lead to emasculation. And it's particularly difficult where one is earning and the other is not. Sometimes the one who's earning might feel that they're always bringing something to the party and all they do is give and the other just takes. And at times the one who's bringing in money might be so willing to give but the other doesn't want to step on the one who's providing stores. They feel that if they continue to sponge off them they'll be labeled as someone who's after their money. And then there are general societal perceptions that women are after money, that a girl will come into your life just to spend your money, that women are so expensive and all they do is ask for money and spend money. Now, I'm also learning a lot about money and I've particularly learned a lot from BK. I feel that he's more well-versed when it comes to money and I've personally learned a lot now, whilst this is by no means an easy thing to do, it is unfortunately something that is necessary in every relationship. Every couple needs to find a way to handle money, needs to come up with a plan for how they are going to be handling money within their relationship. And the truth is, at the end of the day, the only way to learn somebody's spending habits is through experience. It's by giving them the chance to display those spending habits and then we can learn and figure out a way forward from there. And this is particularly important for people who are planning to get married. Because at the end of the day, if you're married, you are going to be one. You're going to have to merge your lives and you're going to have to figure out a way that you will handle every single part of life together, including handling finances. As Bigger has already said, as difficult as it might be to reach an agreement or to find a way to make sure that money is not a problem in the relationship, it is very important to do so because you cannot avoid the topic forever. And like I said, it's one of the most important and sensitive issues that if left unhandled may lead to the disintegration of a relationship. One of the ways to better manage the topic or the issue of money is to set some rules. 
Generally, accountability helps one make better decisions because they're going to have to answer for them and to justify why they chose to do things the way they did them. So if there are some rules about money set in place in a relationship, one is always mindful that I need to follow the rules lest I have to explain. Now, these rules don't have to be so serious and cumbersome or make the relationship feel like it's now a very formal and demanding thing. It can be simple rules like informing each other if you're going to make big purchases. So for example, you can set a limit to say, okay, if you're going to make purchase that is above such and such, then let's inform each other and agree on that. It can also be a good idea to inform each other if you're going to make any risky decisions concerning money, such as maybe investing in some high risk business or things like that. It helps that if things don't go as planned and a loss happens perhaps then it's easy to come back and say oh you remember that investment that i made it didn't work out then having to explain from scratch that you used money in a risky manner it's also a good idea to just set up a general budget of how much you will spend together on fun and things like that and how much each person will spend on their own personal and separate needs so we've put together a short list that we think every couple should consider as they are thinking about how they handle money within their relationship and we chose to call it back to basics. So the first thing is have lifestyles that are in agreement. It will be easier to merge your financial lives. What we mean by this is from the very onset when you're choosing a partner, choose somebody who has a lifestyle that is similar to yours. Don't choose somebody who loves to wear designer label clothes when you don't mind wearing no label clothes because at the end of the day you're going to be in conflict when it comes to what kind of clothes you buy and what your budget for clothing is so essentially choose somebody who has a similar lifestyle to yours it'll avoid a lot of headaches number two talk about it a lot of people face the problem of failing to handle finances well because they never have the money talk but it's important in every relationship to sit down, set time aside when you're not fighting about anything, when both of you are comfortable and relaxed, and talk about money issues. Give a vote in the budget meeting. Sometimes one partner may choose to just be quiet and leave it to the other partner, and that may lead to problems later. So give a vote, say your opinion, give feedback, give criticisms, give encouragement, and at the end of the day, Make sure that you plan together and make goals together. Number three, make money together. It's good teamwork in the relationship and it will help you guys gel and get to know each other more because you're working together. And at the end of the day, it will help you handle money better together because if it's money you made together, it'll be easier for you to think about it as our money as opposed to my money or her money. Number four, it's not yours or mine it's ours. You're on the same team, act like it. If you're irresponsible, the team is losing. If you're overbearing, the team is losing. So be a good team player, be a good partner for your partner, and that will allow the two of you to come out happier at the end of the day. Number five, be open about your expectations, that is financially speaking. Think about what was the trend at home when you were growing up, what can you learn from that trend, and what can you change from it? The truth is our upbringing has a big influence on our thinking when we're adults, and it's important to be open about that. Look at both your upbringings, 
the differences between them and the similarities. That will help you guys to come up with a single unified plan that will work best for the two of you. Number six, don't keep money secrets from each other. By money secrets, I mean hiding money, hiding alternative sources of income, hiding debt or hiding charges from your partner. No one wants to unexpectedly need to support somebody when they find that I married somebody who's broke or I married somebody who's got debt and and things like that. So you need to be as open as possible to your partner and don't keep secrets from each other. After all, it's all a part of being faithful to each other when you become open, as open as possible. And also understand that as much as you don't want to unexpectedly need to support somebody, you might have to. Because when you get into a relationship, this is a partnership. This is a place where you agree to be there for each other regardless of circumstance. And the number seven, don't feel pressured to make this change. I know uh, sometimes when we hear this kind of advice, we may feel like I just need to shape up somehow and get into this relationship and make things work. Even if you don't feel ready to let somebody in or to open up to somebody financially. If you feel you're not ready, don't feel pressured. Don't feel pressured to do certain things just for the sake of keeping a relationship. You'd rather not be in the relationship and do it at a time when you're now ready to. And number eight, understand societal conditioning. What I mean by this is it's a common belief that women view money as a sign of security and stability. They save more and are more worrisome about financial problems. Men, on the other hand, take more risks with money and see money issues as a threat to self-esteem. This, of course, doesn't apply to everybody, but it's, it's a generalization that applies to a lot of people and you need to be sensitive to those things in your partner so that you don't hurt them without you knowing. And this is not to say that if you are that person who has this kind of expectations built by society, you should then just let them rule you and expect your partner to be sensitive and adjust to it. You need to work on those things. You need to have the right mentality and the right attitude towards money But at the same time, you need to be sensitive to that your partner may have those kind of expectations and that kind of conditioning formed by the society. At the end of the day, remember that this is teamwork and we need to do this together. We need to find ways of always winning as a team instead of winning as individuals. And I'll make this note that this is not just something that should be practiced by people who are already married. But if you're planning to be, if you're planning to get married, it's important or it'll be really helpful for you to start practicing these things before you get married because it'll be really difficult for you to just one day after marriage wake up as somebody who is open about your finances as somebody who views the finances as ours and as somebody who's just perfect at handling money this is something that has to be practiced before and you find out what kind of a person your partner is financially and whether the two of you are compatible and are able to work those things out then ultimately when you get married it won't be something new it'll be something that will be well practiced 
and you'll be happier. And on the issue of making money together, I believe besides being a very good project that can help bring you close in the relationship, it also helps in that each person knows how much money is available at the time. So you know how much you put into the business, you know how much profit you made, you know what's there to spend, how much you then need to make. That way, each person knows that there's so much money to spend, there's so much money for such and such a thing, and there are no issues of, oh, you don't want me to spend money, but I know you have money, you know? Thanks again, guys, for listening to Just Living Life with BK and Nobu. Please continue to like, share, subscribe, and leave reviews and comment. If you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss, please drop a comment in any of our platforms and we'll be sure to look it up and maybe have a hangout on it or even include it in one of our podcast sessions. Thank you for listening and keep on the lookout on our YouTube channel and our Instagram channel. There's some exciting videos that will be coming up soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.